Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Let me properly introduce you guys. So this is uh, the Juice Podcast. I'm Erica Ramirez, senior editor at Billboard. Mm. With me, my co-host, Jeff and Eric Rosenthal. Hi. It's the real. Hey. And Big Sean, yeah. I think it's like the third time that I've talked to you. I don't yeah. know how many times. I don't know if you guys have talked to Sean before. We we interviewed yeah. Sean on the red carpet at the BET Awards in 2011. Right. Yeah. So like right after your first, first album came out. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then another time I thought too. Right? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. seen you around too. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. went to like listening parties. We've hung out. Yeah, honestly, we hung out. Honestly, <laughs> the, the We're two, like friends. <laughs> we go to a lot of listening parties, obviously like running in these circles. <laughs> the, the two the two best listening parties that we've ever been to um, one was the Watch the Throne one because that like how can you top being at the Planetarium? Were you yes. there for that? No. Oh, uh, at the Hayden Planetarium uptown, unbelievable. And the second was your listening party at the Standard, right? Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Because and the the thing that both of them had in common was that they turn off the lights mm-hmm. and you're seated and you're forced to listen to the music as opposed to like any other listening party where it's just like you there talk. to talk to right. everyone in the industry. Yeah. And like the music becomes drinks. like background. Yeah. I think you chilled on stage and sat down to kind of listen yeah. to it with us. Do you know when you come into like certain markets like New York and you do the breakfast club, do you know you're like, oh, Charlemagne's there and I'm going to get a certain type of interview and I should sort of like prepare myself ahead of time? Nah, no. I used to be like that. Now I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, it's just that my whole attitude really has just been like, Doing, I just do what the fuck I want to do, man. Say what I want to say. Like this album, I didn't make. A, no, I tried to not, you know, not purposely, but I wasn't like, you know, before it would be people in my ear, label. We need a radio song. We need this. Mm-hmm. Like, man, fuck all that. I just kept it real and did what I wanted to do. And you know, the radio found. Like, I don't fuck with you. Is not a radio song, man. Like, come I on. I don't know. It has fucking the title. <laughs> yeah, and it was. Did I don't fuck you with that, you, like, you, you little too. stupid ass bitch. I ain't fucking with you, you little dumb ass bitch. I ain't. I mention. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck about you. It's just like, you know. But, there's your single right there. Yeah, but it's crazy. Like that mm-hmm. was completely unexpected. And you know the that wasn't like the radio took that from the streets. The people made that on the you know they made yeah. that go on the radio. So that's just what I'm on lately. It's tight to see it actually work out like that. And um, so for this album, I just kept it real. I just put my situations, my personal life, yeah. all out there. And you know, it just I like it. I'm proud yeah. of it. I mean, I found I love I, it. so I listened to that the whole album today, like front to back, and mm-hmm. I thought it was great. And I think that one of the things that made it great was 
that you are that transparent and it is your life and you can tell that like mm-hmm. years ago when when game would put out like songs everyone would be like oh you're name dropping that that's all it is but i feel like when you mention don c or you mention chris brown or mm-hmm. mike carson or mm-hmm. kim and kanye it's for a good reason and it feels like you're just telling us your life story yeah. it's not like name dropping it's just like no, it's being this is who i am yeah being descriptive. like it's a real it's a real like you situation. know these people yeah you've met kanye <laughs> yeah once uh, once yeah. yeah yeah but like how much how much of your album consciously is you going in there and being like this is my story and and that's it as opposed to someone like usher who said that confessions was like a mix of situations yeah. he knew about or friends situations and his own mm-hmm. like are you are you like all right i need to do this type of song like it needs to ta- tackle the subject or are you like you know what this is what i'm feeling and this is who i am and i'm just going to put it out there and it'll find its way into the it's mostly yeah. that but it's been times where like okay like um like uh let me use examples most of the songs are my real situations all right now what's funny is well i don't fuck with you i wrote that when i was not going through anything relationship wise <laughs> everything was fine but it's funny how timing that shit came up later right. and it was like it kind of fit my situation way more. It was really weird. Really fucking weird, actually. <laughs> and, but so it's things like that. But it all definitely relates to me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And like songs like, okay, the one I did with Party Next Door, I was telling that story. Like this, I kind of like, not necessarily, it was just kind of like I took things from a whole bunch of different situations and made them a story. Like that's not really how I went as far as like, Okay, I'm with the stripper, this and that. Like, I kind of just got into a character, but that's that takes a good writer to do that too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To tell a story through that way, or you know, um, you know, get fictional in that sense. But it was truth to the story in the sense of I talked about first time going to L.A., Don mm-hmm. C., yeah. all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but definitely, these are all experiences I've gone through, things I lived through. So, well, you have. Ariana on research. Yeah. How did she feel about like the content of that song? Because it's pretty much all these girls like stalking you and yeah. All that. She well, she um, we did that song a long time ago, right. and like so I remember I was just talking to her like about it a couple of days ago, and then she was like, "Make sure you tell people that's not like our situation." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "No, I think people know that." She was like, "I don't know. People might not know that. People might think I'm going through your stuff, you know." So, but I appreciate her for being an artist, though, and just, like, right. down to, like, collab on that. You know, we got songs, like, her, on her, her last album, we had a song, Best Mistake, which mm-hmm. was, like, Love You, you know, with a different type of vibe. This is, like, some real shit that yeah. people go through, and I, and it's tight that she was able to distance herself from our situation and put herself in a situation, you know, different situation for the song. So, yeah. I appreciate that. Because when I heard that. it, I wasn't, like, this is their relationship. That's why I was, like, I wonder what she yeah, would have thought when think, you were, like, get on I, this song right here. Yeah, that's why I didn't think people would think that. I don't know. Some people on the internet are, like, dummies. <laughs> like, just I, some? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like you must get, like, you know, crazy, like, you know, stories about you. And you're just, like, I don't know where this is from. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all day. Do you look into them? Do you read all that stuff? I don't Do read all of them, but I've come across them. You know, you just come across yeah. stuff, but... Man, hell no, I don't read a lot of stuff to throw me off because, you know, you could spend a whole, you could spend hours on the internet. Do you have relatives who look on the internet and find... Oh, hell yeah, yeah. my mom has Google alerts, <laughs> you know what I mean? And people on my team and, you know, they keep an eye out for stuff because sometimes, you know, if something's too false and it's, you know, you got to like let them know or something. Sure. But um, I don't really pay attention to that shit, man, because... You know, if you focus on that, then you won't be focusing on what you got to focus on. Mm-hmm. And 
I gotta fo- I'm I'm focused as ever and hungry as ever. Yeah. You know, so um I don't wanna spend too much time on your old girl, but was the hardest <laughs> part of yeah. the breakup um trying to find a replacement for the line, my new girl's on glean shit, trying to make more hard. <laughs> No, I was easy. I just, I just say my old girl's on glean yeah. shit probably making less money than me. It's pretty it's pretty pretty simple. <laughs> We went to the show you did in Brooklyn with Currency for Complex, uh-huh. and you definitely said that on stage <laughs> yeah. there. And like, I feel like the whole crowd was just waiting on that to hear what was up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, you're with Rock Nation now yeah. in a management capacity, mm-hmm. and you're with you're still with Good Music, and no one's asking you to take sides. But if you were to play softball, uh-huh. <laughs> which <laughs> like, team would you play for? Good Music. Yeah, yeah. All day, all day. You know, Kanye. Come on, I wouldn't be here without him. You know. Yeah. You don't want Sean Pecos on your team, you no, know? Hell no, <laughs> He's a ringer nah. for softball. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna those. I'm gonna knock it out the park on those guys. Say <laughs> so, no, it's all family though. You know what I mean? Just from Pecos to, you know, obviously Hove and Jay mm. Brown and all those guys, man. It's great, but good music. Yeah, you know, he he was in the trenches with me, man. He, you know, me and him been through a lot together, and just he really believes in me, and you know. It was first of all we rapping back and forth on all your fault on the which album, yeah. which I don't think he, he's only rapped back and forth with Hove. I think I don't know who else he's really common. I think really, I, I think so. On um, it's probably like back. Oh, on, on like album? Shy City, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah, think yeah, a little yeah. bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. but it wasn't. But like you're that, in good company. Though. No, it's not <laughs> like that. But like I didn't know if if you had written the whole thing and said like you can take a couple lines here or whether you wrote it together or how it worked. But it's seamless. Yeah, is the point. <laughs> Yes, yeah. it is. It's seamless. Did you, did you record your stuff down in Mexico too? No, I recorded my whole album in my house. Really? Yeah, I recorded the whole thing in my house, and I think that's why it. This album is special, man. This is my third album, but I feel like it's my first album like this, and it's just like really getting the hang of it, really just doing what the fuck I wanted to do, going into it, being like I'm only doing what I want to do. I'm not listening to no fucking body. Yeah else you know what i mean no radio no nothing (laughs) just like going into making the music i want to make and like then having people like yay there like Mm -hmm. yes you're on the right track this is good and you know having people just add i feel like every feature on the album added i didn't use anybody for their namesake i used them for their talent and they like came with they everybody came with their a game from wayne and yay to john legend to janae chris brown chris brown tied all you know, That's also Ariana party next door. Everybody. I like those soul samples that you have with like it's on that song. Then there's I think the fault song with Kanye also has some. some yeah, of, is that his and production an outro too. Um, yeah, he produced. He definitely produced um, that with a couple other people. Yeah. All your fault. And what else did he produce? This is oh yeah, it's one song I didn't use that he did too, but I might use it later on. Or <laughs> Um, when was the last time you were in an actual studio? Because I feel like everyone now has like a studio in their own spot. Well, the thing is, I built a studio, an actual studio in my crib. Right. You know, it was like, yo, I'm either going to buy this like Lamborghini <laughs> or I'm going to, you know, I took that money instead and built a studio in my crib. But there's but there's the no reason for you to go to like, you know, the record plant or anything right. like. No, no really reason. Ever again. You can. You just go uh, to Miguel's th- house. Only, or... <laughs> yeah, the only thing we use other studios for was mixing mm-hmm. for sending it to engineers. But I recorded. And did a couple mixes in my house, too. And, you know, I built the room out for it to be used for mixes. I wanted it to be better than 
other stu- better than professional studios that you know mm-hmm. were out there and it and we got it to a point where it's great man it's like my cave you know i go in there and you know you can wake up at four in the morning at 9 a.m in the morning at two in the afternoon you know and just go and you have not have to worry about anything and that that truly makes a difference at least for me because mm-hmm. when i would get ready to go to the studio sometimes I would put too much pressure on myself. Like, all right, I got this 12-hour block. Mm-hmm. The label's paying for this, you know. Yeah. It's 1500 a day or whatever, however much it was. And then when you get there, you're not in the mood. All right, I got to get in the <laughs> mood, you know. And it's like, damn, all right, I've been here five hours. I ain't did shit yet, you know. <laughs> but at your crib, it's like, okay, I'm going to just look at Wolf of Wall Street for a little while and <laughs> get in the mood, you know what I mean, or Dark Knight or Forrest Gump or whatever and yeah. just, like, vibe out. And it, and it just gets done. Were you listening to certain things before you were making this album? Not too much. Um, you just kind of zoned in? Yeah, I listen to music I've been listening to lately. or I can't remember exactly what I was listening to right before I started the album. But lately I've been listening to just like a lot of Stevie Wonder, a lot of like uh, uh, Eminem. Listening to like Eminem's first album a lot. Really? Just a lot of good, yeah, just a lot of good music. Um, yay. Super happy stuff, you Good. know, Eminem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been listening to um, Graduation. Oh, so that's super happy. So that sort of like fucks up my argument. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually, yeah. Yeah. And um, what other, whatever, what else have I been listening And just, you know, music that comes out currently, I'll just be checking out, you know? Yeah. So, like, at this point in your career, um, how does, what role does Kanye play in your sound and aesthetic? And what role do you play in his? Um, we just, we're in a studio together, you know, not all the time, but we're definitely in a studio together and, you know, I run stuff by him and he runs stuff by me and, you know, we add anything that we hear or any suggestions and it's like, yo, bro, you know, it's like your homie. It's like, we're friends, you know, and he's my mentor and he's like, He'll hear some stuff and be like, I don't think you should do that. I think you should do this. Or, you know, I love this. And this was definitely uh, one of the times where, though, he was just like, damn, man, you're doing good. You're rapping great on here. So I appreciate it. Do you ever fight him for something that you want, but he doesn't want? Or do you guys, like, disagree on something? Yeah, of course. There's the behind the scenes. I think it was when you guys were recording Blessing Mm -hmm. uh, with, like, Kanye and Pusha, and you were in there. Mm -hmm. And it does sound like you said he was very, like, up, like very motivational about it like kind of cheering you on yeah that was the first time i played it for Pusha, and he was just like man this album is good as f-. he was like yeah. man i know i saw him on instagram and he was like yo you should take a bow in advance man this is like, <laughs> he was really impressing it was cool to see push it impressed like that you know what i mean because i really respect just push a t as an artist and just his taste level and yay felt the same way everybody in the studio felt the same way and you know, I you know, regardless of what the album does, what it sells or anything, I'm very most proud of this album because it's just I feel great about the music, man. Mm-hmm. And I really put my heart into it. You know, songs like One Man Could Change the World have my grandma on there. It's like right. I immortalized her on a on my song, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she she will live through all our family members, but I can honestly say this was my visions, how I wanted to do it. And that's the best feeling to be a musician and to be successful and to, you know, see the life I see, man. So I, I really put my heart into it. I hope people really support this one. It makes it more special. I mean, all of your albums are clearly important, but that's why it makes this one like a little bit more special than the other ones. 
because also you have like Rock Nation with you on this one. I feel yeah. like Kanye seemed like a little bit more hands on with this. Like he gave definitely you a little bit more of a push. Definitely, and you know it was just the right time. It was the yeah. right timing. You know we just um, we were in the same places a lot, and we made efforts to be in each other's sessions. And yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Really, really appreciate him for real. We spoke with um, with ASAP Ferg a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and he told us we were like, "Who are your rapper friends like outside of of the ASAP mob?" <laughs> and he mentioned you, and he mm-hmm. was like, "Legitimately, Big Sean's a great guy, and we just yeah. spoke with each other like." As friends, yeah, he comes to my house and shit. Yeah, that's what he said. And he said you guys have a gang of music just like sitting there, like yeah, you man, songs. we do actually. We have a couple. We have a couple good ones, man. Did any of that turn into B Boy? Yeah, B Boy was one of them. Okay, B Boy was one of them, and uh, he had one called Ja Rule that he put on his yeah, last yeah, mixtape. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, we have another one. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I. I was gonna put it on my album, and it's very good. Mm. And I just had to, sh- I just couldn't have too many songs. They were telling me I was already. First of all, <laughs> I fucking hate. That's the only thing I hate about albums and the label. They be like all on your dick about like, <laughs> oh, okay, you can't have like, man. They was like, you can't. They told me I couldn't have more than eleven songs. Right. I had to fight so hard to have twelve songs on the <laughs> standard and a Three couple bonus, on the yeah. deluxe. You know what I mean? And that's just weak shit. I feel like that's whack. And that's why, you know, people love it. You could do 17, 18, 19, 20 song mixtapes. You know what I mean? (laughs) But that's just the difference. But I do like how albums are more immortalized. They live forever more than a mixtape, I feel like. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it's just a a give and take situation. It's a whole different process when you're making an album. But um, there is some music with Ferg that I'm sure will come out soon. Well, what's their reasoning for keeping music off an album now? Because, I mean, I, I imagine that back in older times, like, it would be like, you can't fit enough songs on a CD. You can't fit enough songs on vinyl. I think it's a publishing issue now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a, man, I don't know, man. Something that I don't really... But at the same time, I thought it was really dope when you put out the four songs with I Don't Fuck With You, mm-hmm. like, all as a package, and that was just, like, on SoundCloud. Yeah. Right? yeah like, yeah, I thought that was, like, real smart to sort of, like celebrate the rock nation move and show your new right. sort of like yeah wave yeah yeah thank you man those songs i love those songs and paradise is on the album the extended mm-hmm. version that was one of the four songs and i don't fuck with you and i wanted to put fourth quarter on there because that was like a blackout song that i had that i know the fans really like but it was mm-hmm. three samples in there that we couldn't clear <laughs> 
like just alone in that song was three samples and what's the one sample that you just could never clear like well that was one of them okay. it, i don't remember it must have been like an aretha have you so i don't know what type of sample it was yeah. something crazy do you make that personal call like at a certain point yeah, yeah. hell yeah <laughs> i mean it's some of them you know like for um with uh play no games with chris and todd allison mm. like um I was bumping into Teddy Riley like, yo, by the way, <laughs> you know, I got this, you know, so, you know, it's just things like that. But people seem to be I'm I'm happy with, you know, nobody gave too many problems as far as samples go. We had to replay a few mm-hmm. that I was mad about. But, you know, all in all, you can't complain too much. Mm-hmm. You know, we got the, the ones I really cared about, like on all your fault. You know, we got to keep that sample in there and the outro. And things like that. So. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that you're you're working with Ye like on his album because you were out in Mexico. But I mean, Push is also working on stuff. Mm-hmm. Who else that you could talk about? Who else's stuff are you working on? I'm looking forward to work with other people. Like I know Santi Gold really wants to get in the studio. I got, I got love for her, and um, like I, you know the good music fam, obviously. Well, and that that sort of brings up something interesting, which is uh, we were at. John Legend's birthday party um, that was also the 10th anniversary of Get Lifted, right? Mm. A celebration for that. And um, walking around the room were all people we would expect and some other people that we wouldn't expect like Katie Couric or like Michael Strahan. Or Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Or, yeah. But <laughs> consequences walking around. And, you know, honestly, besides the, um, was it Love and Hip Hop? Mm-hmm. Um, that he was on recently. Yeah, yeah. There, he, was, he was quiet for a while and the last thing you heard before that was his sort of falling out with Kanye and then so we were like oh well this is interesting that he's walking around with all these guys but like obviously he was a part of good music back then Mm. and then you see him popping up on his Instagram at Kanye's house and he's like I'm helping out with the new album and then he took a picture with you and while there was this sort of low point it seems like he's back in the swing of things even like hanging and contributing maybe production or or helping out with some writing can you speak on what, what it his is, reintroduction yeah. has been like? Um, I just well, we were all in the studio together. He was this in the studio with that video where Kanye and Pusha was talking about. Yeah, that's out. He was in the, he was in the room um, that day. But uh, that's like you would probably have to ask Ye more what his dynamic has been because um, you know I haven't really seen that much going on. So. Yeah, I like that feeling though. I like seeing like Cons and Pusha and like common and cute like you know what i mean like it's, it's all like it's all time and it's love man it's, yeah it's not time for no hate it's all love out here you know yeah and like you know also his love for like chicago rappers and having yeah. like new and still everyone that he's worked with mm-hmm. like it definitely comes off as a family yeah there's a lot of people in the studio vic mensa was in there mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of good people were in there in the studio puff was in there i think <laughs> do you feel any sort of attachment to vic mensa being that he's a a midwest guy like yourself yeah, I got love for him. That's mm-hmm. the homie. So we we got some stuff coming up. What have you, I mean, what do you think about the stuff that's out that you could talk about as far as like Kanye's music, like Wolves and like Only One? I love Wolves, man. That was yeah. like one of my favorite songs that I heard a long time ago that that's crazy to me. Sia was on there killing, Vic was on there yeah. going, and I appreciate that good music. I think, I, you mentioned this earlier when you didn't want to, you didn't want to think about like singles with your album like mm. you're just like i'm gonna do this shit and mm. i think that that also that reminds me of kanye with like only one and even like wolves like you don't expect that to be like a hot 100 hit no shots at myself and billboard but i don't yeah, see yeah. 
You know what I mean? So like, did you also, did you have that conversation with him and pushing everyone in the room where it's just like, let's not even think about that. Let's just do this. Not ever. We never had that conversation. It was pretty much understood though. Like, of course you love hearing yourself on the radio, but I'm never, I don't never want to ever compromise myself to make a radio song ever. Never again is that ever going to happen. You know what I mean? And you felt it happen before. Shouts to Def Jam. No, I mean, I just feel like <laughs> it's been times where, yeah, it's been like, okay, you need something on the radio. Right. You need something like this. And, you know, and not necessarily to say they were like this type of music or that type of music. It's all still real. You know what I'm saying? My last, you know, ass. Those are some of my like biggest right. songs. Right. But, you know, I'm just progressing as an artist. I'm doing my thing I'm and I'm doing things how I want to do it. And I don't fuck with you has 39 million streams on SoundCloud alone. Like, yeah. I like, wh- how do you feel your music is like, do you feel that that because you're on your third album now and you've been around for as long as you've been around, you know, seven, six, seven, eight years, or whatever you've mm-hmm. been around. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like like you've gotten to the point now where your fans and your fan base is built up where it's like you don't really need that radio single or do you feel like it's, you know, just sort of. Something else. I, I just feel like I don't even want to think about it. I just, if radio's going to l- play my song, that's awesome. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And hopefully they find songs that they gravitate towards and like and love. But, you know, I'm not dictating what I make for them, though, at all. Yeah. Because I, I do feel like... And, like and, and I don't... And I, like, you know, some some of my biggest radio successful songs aren't, you know, like Click wasn't... Mm-hmm. We just did that. Mercy, you know, mm-hmm. these songs, like, all me and... You know, songs I've been a part of and, you know, they just were songs that got, you know, picked up by radio. And those are those are some of my best songs. Because I feel like like you saw what Drake did, you know, this week, you put out an album out of the out of the blue. Well, did you see what Drake did? It was crazy. (laughs) You know, I um, I had had a verse to that used to song. What happened to that? Where is that? (laughs) I just dropped it. You can you guys can check it out. It's like a, a crazy ass verse. And um, did you call yeah. them and you're like, why wasn't this? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm like, what uh, did he say for not? Putting nah, in but it? I did it really late. It was like a really late thing. It was oh. like a super last minute thing, and you know, <laughs> iTunes type shit. But you you're know, like, I was fuck like, this. I'm gonna release it. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, but we got blessings. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, got, yeah. Um, yeah. we got, you know, obviously that's the bro right there. So. Yeah, and I feel like what he's doing and what J Cole did it's not dependent on radio or yeah. singles or a traditional model. It's just like, you know what? The fans are going to buy into right. it. You have a fan it. base and, and they'll find you. Yeah. Yeah. It must exactly. be like a very good space to be in where you can now just depend on that and not have to like stress yourself out or pressure yourself or, or like spam people on Twitter, <laughs> like sending like individual <laughs> links. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Spamming the hell out of people. Oh my gosh. I have, I, someone sent me, someone texted me a video a music video Text like, a rapper, a like video? a rapper sent me a music video on my Word? Phone. Yeah. I text songs all the time to people do they know you Pharrell text me a song before. but they know yeah, I but have that's, no yeah. idea who this was uh, <laughs> looking to get put on yeah. oh yeah this is like someone actually trying to have me post it and like listen and no, no. Can't do yeah that. no that's deep <laughs> I mean, shit, I would do it if I if I was trying to get on too. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's cutthroat out here. You know? <laughs> hey, maybe, oh, now I feel bad. Now I gotta go back and do no, my text no, no. I mean, <laughs> it's nothing like that. I mean, you know. Yeah, don't let Big Sean like guilt you into like listening to <laughs> shitty music. Yeah, if it's shitty, I mean, yeah, I've wasted a lot of time listening to shitty music, just trying to like give people chances and stuff. 
Do you, you maybe you still do that? You still listen to like what people give you? Yeah, all, all the time, every time actually. Yeah. yeah, I pop it in. Like if we they give it to me, I'm in a car. I pop the CD in. But yeah, that's a that, well. That's a big part of your story. Is to actually that's a big part of my life. Right. So yeah. you kind of have to give these people some. Yeah, and we've and we found a lot of great people too. Yeah. What do you What do you do with that? Like, do you give them feedback? Well, I feel like I'm just getting to a point where I can start really helping people out. Like, I've signed a few producers that I really believe in, like Key Wayne, who's mm-hmm. had tremendous success. You know, yeah. he's been he produced with not just with me, but with Beyonce, and you know, he did that partition and a, a, another one on there too. And you know, he did all me with me and Drake, and he's done like a, just a lot. You know, he did Beware for me. He did a lot of a lot of stuff on his new album for sure. So. I'm proud of him. He's just on the rise, and the the placements go on and on for him. You know, I haven't even, that's not even a fraction of it. Yeah, he's everywhere, definitely. And I got new producers, you know, this producer named Rob Got Beats, who did the intro of the album. Um, uh, My producer, Amir, who produced One Man Could Change the World. So, you know, it's just a a lot of new talent on the rise, and I think I can start doing the same for artists now, too. Oh, that reminds me, you said outro. The number, the Detroit number oh, yeah. on your outro song. Yeah, I was about to call it, and then I got a little nervous. But <laughs> what what number is that? Well, that was my real phone. Really? Yeah, that's my real phone. I had to turn it off because oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, it's. I mean, I just turned it. I'm gonna turn it back on later on, like tonight. But is that like a separate phone that you have now? Um, well, now I have two phones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two burner. No, so but, you can but, act, so but when I, you listen to the album, but I actually do actually have that phone you. on me. Yeah, so you can send like pictures and like text and like i want to see it can yeah. erica pass along some shitty rap songs yes. to- <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Getting the yeah you can send your demos just text that shit to me i'm gonna i'm gonna look at it gonna uh, look now at i feel it. bad i get he if he's gonna look at it i have to look at it these you videos know? also. Well, yeah. I don't know. I'm just gonna forward it on to you. Yeah, ask yeah. Big Sean his opinion. <laughs> yeah, of these songs that you're not gonna listen to. He'll be yeah. very honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were at the Rock City Classic that happened. Uh, what was that last week? week. All Star yeah. Weekend. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so obviously you said that you don't um, disagree with Kanye. Like you know you you disagree on certain things, but like I feel like you didn't disagree on performing in uh, 15 degree weather. <laughs> no. And I, like, were you just like freezing up there? Was it? <laughs> It was very fucking cold. <laughs> I didn't realize how cold it was outside, man. Yeah. So I was on that stage for like five minutes and was like, <laughs> shit, I can't feel my hand. You know, but it was it was cool. I felt sorry for the people in the crowd more, yeah. though, because it had to be, at least we had hot-ass lights and shit. Oh, true, ass, yeah. You know what I mean? They they were just in that cold-ass, brisk, cutthroat. Like it, That's that type of cold where if you bump your hand against something <laughs> that hard, that shit feels like you chopped your finger off, mm. you know? And but so, like, it was an experience, though. Um, and you guys are, for the most part, all wearing the Yeezys. Mm-hmm. Um, is that your choice, or is that does that come from on high? <laughs> well, I wanted to wear the Yeezys. <laughs> they were like, "Yo, you should wear this." Everybody was like, "Hell yeah!" Right. Well, you're not gonna say no to that. Like, no, I mean, but I, I, I mean, like, coolest shit. But in terms of like, you know, like, um, when you guys were all wearing suits and good music, I feel like, yeah. Oh, yeah, like Rosewood. these are all like, you know, sartorial choices. I don't know, like how that Squad comes. goals, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just like, a, is that like a group decision? Like who who dresses good music? I guess. Well, the concepts come from, I guess, mainly yay. You know, when it comes to good music, as far as like, yo, you know, clothes, yo, hey, yo, we should all wear this. It's like mm-hmm. cool. Let's do it. You know? It don't be like y'all motherfuckers gotta wear it. <laughs> it don't ever be nothing like that. But I mean, who wouldn't want to wear the Yeezys performing with Yeezy? Right. right. Yeah. It's like fucking crazy. You know. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna close it up. Thanks for taking the time out, man. Thanks for talking to me about Dark Sky Paradise. You know. No, we appreciate it's, it. It's, 
uh, it's definitely my best work to date. It's been a journey. Yeah, it's been a journey. Got a long way to go. You know, we keep evolving, and I just appreciate you guys really listening. You know, yeah. I know you guys don't listen to everything, so clearly I'm over here. Mostly shitty links. Clearly I'm over here ignoring text messages. Yeah, so Damn. thanks, thanks for you know checking it out, and like I said, I'm focused and I'm hungry, and you know, go support it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I put my heart into it. I appreciate it. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, thank guys. You.